Hello everyone, welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and keeping us safe and sound. Thank you for always guiding and directing us. Father God, we thank you for forgiving us of all our sins we've done, knowing and unknowingly, Father God. Father God, we ask you today to walk with us, Father God. Give us understanding of your word, Father God. Pour into us wisdom and knowledge. Father God, we accept anything that you have to tell us. Father God, we'll change anything you have to say, tell us to change, Father God. Father God, we ask you to bless the people that are reading it and bless the people who are, that are hearing it. And Father God, we also ask you to help us to convey what you're trying to say and apply it for our lives today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, today's key verse is Philippians 3.19. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about something, shameful things, and they think only about his life, this life here on earth. Subject, off balance. Christian truth, I'm going to say it and pause on each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am filled with joy. I am righteous. I am a believer. I'm covered in the blood. We sometimes don't know what we are doing, especially when we lose faith in God and we stop seeking the things of God. We start losing our focus on the real truth and we place our focus on things that are shameful. We lose what is truth and we and see other things as being truth that aren't. The Bible verse told today says their God is their appetite. Sometimes when we become sick, we lose our appetite. We don't want to eat. Our health goes down more because we aren't putting the right things in. And the Holy Spirit is saying today, what are you putting in? What is your appetite? We as believers must take a look at our lives and say, I'm not doing this right or I need more of this. When we do this, we are declining what the enemy is trying to get us to do. The enemy isn't going to offer us anything good. But we have to be people that don't go looking for the bad. We can blame the enemy all day and still sometimes we have to take responsibility for what's happening. We have to say, yes, I did this because I wanted this or I wanted that and I know I shouldn't, but this is what I'm craving. When we are honest, God can heal us. Romans 16 and 18, for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites by Smooth talk and flattery. They deceive the hearts of the naive. The Bible tells us that people with the appetite do, to do evil and to do what they want aren't out to serve God. They aren't out to make sure they are pleasing God. They have smooth words and they like to use flattery because they know they can use their words to persuade people doing what they want. And these people, we must be careful around. We must learn what the people around us are about. Some of them don't mean any good to our walk with God. Second Peter 2 and 3, in their greed, they will exploit you in false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not, it's not asleep. This confirms what we were talking about, that people will exploit you. People will say things to get you dismissed, to, to get you to dismiss what you have been feeding your soul. They will try to get you to leave the truth for the lies of the enemy. Our appetite for God must always be hungry. A lot of times we lose our appetite for things of God because things don't go our way. But what we must understand is when we are faithful, he will be some, he will be 
Sometimes it's not our season. Sometimes we must start looking at things in a new way. That maybe that that's maybe next time will be our time. And that God isn't saying the door is closed forever. He's just saying not right now. When we often diet, they tell us to sustain from sugary things and to say nothing but fruit and be- but to, but not to eat nothing but fruits and vegetables. Even though fruits and veggies aren't what we want, sometimes it's what our body needs to survive. It's what our body needs to function. Sometimes we find that some people are malnourished because they are not eating the right things or not eating enough. This is our spiritual life. When we take in the things of the world and not enough of God, we'll become weak and unhealthy. Our appetite must be the, for the things of God. If we call ourselves his, we might not want to read our word, but we need to read it. We might not want to worship, but we need to worship because those are things that are going to keep us from running low and keep us healthy spiritually. Today, the Holy Spirit wants us to have a good balance of everything that's righteous in our life. Being out of sync with God will cause us to become malnourished in the spirit. And we will be wondering, why are we craving this or that? It's because our body is crying out to have more of God. But because we are blind and deaf, we can't hear or see what we need. All we are doing at this point is feeling. Give God your emotions right now and seek everything from him. Prayer, Heavenly Father, thank you for always showing us what we need. Thank you for always replenishing us when we are in need. We praise you for every for being our God. Thank you for never leaving us. God, forgive us of our sins. Lord, we ask you to continue to be our steward. We surrender to you every day, every facet of our life. God, we don't want to be malnourished in our spirit. We want to be healthy in our spirit. Open our ears and eyes so that we may hear from you. Remove this blinder all out, out of our eyes and help us to connect with you in a new way. Renew our mind each and every day to connect with you. Lord, we love you and we thank you for in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is off balance. Don't be surprised I changed that title. Um, I think I might change it to something else if the Holy Spirit leads to. So I just want to give everyone a heads up on that. Give everyone a few minutes to get their Bible, drink water, something like that. But another reminder, I think it's going to be the last reminder I do. I did change the Christian affirmation to Christian truth. No longer using the word affirmation. Me and the Holy Spirit had a talk. So we think it's best. Um, so... Sometimes a lot, a lot of times when we in our Christian walk, sometimes you get unbalanced. Sometimes you might read the word more than you pray. Sometimes you might pray and read your Bible, but you won't worship or fast. We have to have a balance because in this balance, it creates different things in us to keep us to go forward. Just like our regular lives, if you don't eat enough fruit and veggies, you don't eat enough salads, you you don't do the right things for your body, you become off balance, you become more malnutrition if you don't take in the right stuff. That's why we have to take in the right stuff for our body. Now, I'm not going to get into diet. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about our, our diet, our menu, our layout with Christ. We have to make sure we do that because when we don't take in enough things of the spirit, 
we will wind up dabbling in the things of the flesh. It makes us weak in the spirit when we don't strengthen our spirit. The, a couple of key things I want to say to us today. The Holy Spirit wants to say to us today that, yes, you always will hear me say reading the Bible is what we need to do. And it is. I personally have seen it and it, and it have happened to me. I'm, I can be transparent. At one point in my life, I didn't read the word as heavy as I should have. And what happened was I got weaker in the flesh. I got to a place in time where I was too sleepy to get up. I got weaker in the flesh. When I didn't worship God, I, I seen a change in my walk with him. Because little things causes us to have a different outlook. It causes our flesh to grow strong. Um, when I first started, I gave my life to Christ. It was a guy I don't know if I was in church or it was something I read or seen. He drew a picture of, um, sorry, I thought my phone was on mute. Give me just a quick second. Okay, sorry. He drew a picture of um, this man and he drew a, a monster inside the man. And he said, um, he says, you grow in God. He said, long as you're reading the Bible, he is like a foot book or like um like an emanation. And he showed the, the the man, and like I said, this is a cartoon. He showed the man reading the word of God, praying, this and the third. And the guy got stronger. He said, You see how strong he's getting? And uh, he said, because he's reading the word of God. And so then he said, Imagine him six months, seven months. He said, Imagine how strong he will be. He said, But something happens to him. So he stops reading. So he shows the man in a bed. And he says he stops praying. He shows the man, you know, doing whatever he wants to do. Mind you, this is a cartoon. So it's like limit to what it's doing because it was really a basic cartoon. And he showed the monster inside him getting bigger and bigger and bigger. He said, do you know what that monster is that's inside him? And I guess everyone was kind of answering. I, I kind of didn't know because I thought it was kind of weird. He said, that monster is your flesh. He says, as long as you're reading and doing everything else you want to do in your life, he said, the, the flesh in you is going to grow. He said, and then all of a sudden it will take over. He said, you have to be careful what you do and how you do things. And at that time, I was slacking in a lot. And when I seen this, this emanation, I was just sort of taken back. And I was like, okay, I understand. So the next few weeks, I read my Bible, I prayed, I got back on it. I got on it heavy, but it was hard because the enemy wanted me to know or make me feel that, oh, he was doing fine, laying down, he was doing fine, sleeping, he was doing fine, not praying. And some days I, I, I was like, yeah, you, you're right, I, I couldn't sleep, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, 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 I rebuke you, I rebuke you, I rebuke you. I kept pushing forward. I became stronger in the spirit. And the monster, the flesh in me died. And that's how you kill the flesh. And seeing the emanation, it gave me a picture of what was happening to me. And that's what's happening to you if, if you're experiencing this, that you're not reading the word, you're not praying, and you're allowing your flesh to take over, the monster, the flesh to take over. And when you give the flesh or the enemy that much rights over you, 
you become what you used to be or worse. That's why we have to continue to stay focused on killing the flesh daily. It's a daily walk. Don't look two and three weeks ahead. Don't say, oh, in two or three weeks, I'm going to be this. Two or three weeks, I'm going to be that. Something might happen to try to persuade you. Hopefully, you ate enough. Hopefully, you ate the right things to be able to say, no, I don't want it. Or you have your armor on to expel the, the lies of the enemy. But if you're not eating the right things, you're not taking in the right things, how can you fight against the enemy? Because you don't know, because you don't read. Another example. Everyone, let's just say, when you're younger, you get booster shots. You get shots. And those shots protect you. So let's look at the shots as the word of God. When you eat the word of God, you worship, you pray, you took in your shot, you're protected. But let's just say you didn't. Go get those shots. You leave yourself open to hepatitis B, chicken pox. Let's just name just, just naming a few. You leave yourself open to those things because you didn't take a shot to protect you. That's just like us. When the enemy come and he attack, some of us can shake it off because we're like, okay, I know he's lying. Let me shake it off. I'm protected by this shot. But some of us didn't go get a shot. And we are open to everything he has to say. Anything he has to throw at us. And we become weak. You see my point? The word of God is like a protection. It's your sword of the spirit. It is a serious thing. And people take it as a joke or a, a loose thing that they do, they they can put on the to-do list. If I get to it, I get to it. No, it's a priority. That's why I tell people, wake up early, read your Bible, pray. You don't have to do an hour of prayer. You don't have to do an hour of Bible reading. But as you mature in Christ, you have to. Because the little Bible reading that you do and the little prayer you do won't protect you. It won't help you. I'm not saying that what you do, your your works is going to help you, but it helps strengthen you because when he tells you, you're not nothing. I am something. I'm a child of a king. When he tells you, well, <laughs> you're just a waste of space. No, I'm beautifully, wonderfully made. The, the Holy Spirit will constantly remind you of these things, but the Holy Spirit can't remind you if you're empty and you don't know. What is he going to remind you of? It's going to be like crickets playing when someone tells a joke. Crick, 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 crick. Because he's not going to know what to bring up to you. Like, I don't know what to bring up to you because you didn't study, bud. It's not like he's going to leave you on your own. God, Holy Spirit is going to always be there. God's going to always protect you. But you won't have any verses to protect yourself from the enemy to know that what he's saying is a lie. Because you, you didn't read the word. You didn't pray. In order to grow in God, we must study the word of God. That's why some some uh, some people's spiritual gifts, they, they die out. They go dormant because you're not feeding your soul. Those spiritual gifts run on God, faith, and you feeding it the word of God. 
How can you have the spirit of discernment, which is knowledge of someone's personality or knowledge of what's going on if you don't know the word of God? How can you discern anything if you don't know the word of God? It's one of my, like, well, those are two different things, but you still need the word of God. How can you know what's lie and what's truth if you don't read the word of God? And someone might say, well, I just know it based on character or based on my own knowledge. You're right. Your own knowledge. We can't do anything in the spirit by our own knowledge. Okay. So let's look at um, our verse today. We're going to go ahead and skip down to the bottom. Go to Philippians 1 and 27. Philippians 1 and 27. I actually love this chapter. I actually studied this chapter for almost three weeks because the Holy Spirit, well, I didn't, I, the Holy Spirit gave me the emotion or the feeling to read this, this, this chapter. And at first I was like, I have read this chapter. What is it? And he kept me on this chapter. I know I thought it was going to be the whole book for a good three weeks. And as I broke down this, as he broke down this, this, this chapter to me, he showed me so much. So if you have time, I, I always tell people, if you have time, if the Lord leads you, the Holy Spirit leads you, read it. Read Philippians chapter one and take your time and read. It. It's a lot of meat in Philippians one and 20 and one chapter one It's so much in it. And it's a lot in it that you'd be surprised. And when you stop and read it, you're like, oh, wow, there's so much. And I can't get into it because it'll pull away from the lesson. But when you get time, read Philippians one. Okay, so 27, it says, above all, in LT, above all, you must live as citizens of, of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then rather I come and see you again or only hear about you. I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. <clears throat> NIB, Philippians 1, 27, only let your manner of life be worthy of gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent i may hear of you and that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel paul is talking and the thing that the holy spirit wants us to look at that he says <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> sorry the thing that the holy spirit wants to look at he wants us to look at this it says only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of christ NIV says, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. That means your life needs to be just what the Lord says in the Bible. It, it, it means love your neighbor as yourself. Don't gossip. Don't do this. Don't do that. Make sure anything that the Lord said, your life is an example of that. That's what he said. Live as a manner of worthy of the good news about Christ. Also, the Holy Spirit wants us to know is that he says, standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together in the faith in which is good news. One purpose and fighting together for the faith. Now, we're going to talk about this as an individual, not as a church, because he's talking to the church. But we're going to say this for ourselves, that we have one purpose in mind, which is serve God, fighting together for the faith, fighting together for the faith, standing firm and fighting for what you believe in and not allowing what around you to change you. We must stand firm in one spirit, which is standing firm in Christ. 
Because what happens is a lot of times the world would tell you certain things are okay and it's not. But when you stand with one spirit, which is the Holy Holy, Holy Ghost, and it says with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, when we stand firm on what we know, the enemy can't come. He can come, but he can't metal in our mind because we're focused we know that what we're studying is truth we know what we read in the word is right we know that the word says god is our shepherd he's our shepherd we read in the word that says love your neighbors as yourself we must be compassionate must have a christ-like mind these are things that is standing for one purpose in faith you have faith that you know if you stand like this that you have eternal life you know that if you don't sit there and you don't meddle in the things of the flesh, you have eternal life because you are obeying the things of God. Okay. And so look, let's look at Ephesians 5 and 18. Ephesians 5 and 18. Ephesians is right behind Philippians, just so so when don't don't flip your Bibles radically. Just go to the next chapter behind Philippians is right there. Okay. And also on this podcast, I use a paper Bible. And during those times, I will try to show you how to use your paper Bible because a lot of people do not. I know someone like, well, it's an index in the front that takes forever. We must learn our word because one day we might not have our phones. One day we might not have the availability to um, have something with tabs on it. But we have our word. And we need to learn how to use it. My mom taught my twin and I how to use this Bible very young. And we used to play this game called a sword. I love playing that game in the in the in the church because you hold your Bible up and they say a chapter, and you hurry up and flip to it. It taught you the Bible, but that's besides the point. Just wanted you to know that's what I was flipping because I had someone message me the other day and they was like, "What are you flipping?" I'm like, "The Bible. That's the Bible. That's what I'm flipping." So, like I said, we're going to Philippians 5.18. I'm not waiting because I'm running out of time. It says, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, we're not going to get into why it says don't get drunk with wine. That's a debauchery. We're not going to look at that. We're not going to study that part because that would take away from the lesson because it, it would just draw a lot from this lesson that I don't want to draw it to. We're talking about being filled with the spirit. So the part on this verse says, but be filled with the spirit. Paul is telling us again, don't be filled with things of this world. Don't be filled with the things that are drinking and the, and the, and the smoking um, and, and such. If you're smoking for medical purposes, that's different. But don't be filled with things of this world, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the only way to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to read the things of the Spirit. Feeding your soul the Bible, praying, worshiping, fasting. These are things that will feed your spirit, even meditation. If we don't do these things, you won't be filled with the Spirit. The things that you will be filled with are of the world. The things that you will crave will be of the world. You're going to be wanting to get higher than Georgia Pine. You're going to be getting drunk at bars and such because you're going to feel like those are things you need. But when you walk in God and you fill yourself with the things of the Spirit, you'll be hungry to read your word every morning. You'll be hungry to pray. You'll be hungry to connect with your maker. We must understand that today in today's society, the enemy is hunting us. They're hunting us down like a lion, seeking who he may devour. And he's going to devour 
desire your soul if you don't make your, your spiritual life priority in your life. If you're backsliding today, make sure you grab the word. Make sure you stay prayed up because the enemy don't care who you are or who your daddy is. He just cares about seeing you as a soul. He doesn't play fair. He doesn't offer you anything good. He might think he might show you something might be good for a little while, but I promise you people of God, that thing only lasts for a little while. It might last for an hour. It might even last for a week, but I'm telling you this much, the things of the flesh do not last, but the things of the word of God last forever. The word of God don't collect moss or dirt, but the things of this world will rust. We must be people that seek God. We must be people that are filled with God. Don't look for people that are honestly out here seeking the things of the flesh because when they seek the things of the flesh, they're going to tell you how good it is. Then your mind's going to be wondering. That's why it says two people cannot be equally yoked. If they unequally yoked, you cannot talk to each other. It's like light and darkness. What do you have to talk about? Make sure you stay filled with God. Make sure you stay filled with God. A lot of times we don't try to stay in the light because it's hard. It's a disciplined life, but we must stay disciplined. Stay disciplined. Stay balanced because it's easy to be off balance. I'm running out of time. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. Um, and I love you too. Be blessed.